All right, Courtney, welcome back from Disney World. All right. If you thought she was into Peloton, you have not talked to her about Disney World. <laughs> Courtney, <laughs> share with us. How was your journey? That is not true. I'm much more crazy about Peloton. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm talking about Peloton. Is yeah. that what your new tattoo means? I saw you, you should, before we started recording, you no. showed us. No, no, I will. I just can't I mean, believe they got that much coverage on your back. That's just wild. Stop but. it. Stop it. No, yes, we did have a great time. Although I did tell Verbs the other day that we totally traumatized the kids that were with us. My daughter, my five-year-old daughter. Listen, yes. PSA for everyone out there. Do not ask the people working the ride if the ride is age-appropriate for your children, they will say yes or things like, oh, it has a small dip. Um, so we took our five-year-old on the Rise of the Resistance. Uh, guys, bad choice. Terrible choice, okay? I feel like this is going to go in the journal, you know, when she gets older, like she's mm. going to say, my parents put me on the Rise of the Resistance when I was five years old. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we traumatized the children. Oh, well, the it's not even that. It is the how realistic that thing is, like from the get go. Like, yeah, the kids were crying long before we got to the drop. It was like, um, <laughs> I am in Star Wars. These star troopers are very real. Um, all the adults were like, "That's amazing," and all the children are screaming. Um, so there's that. But other than right. that, it was a really, it was a great trip. I am glad to be back. Really good to be with you. Um, Verbs and I got to spend some time together. I'm recently doing an onboarding webinar, which was really, really fun. Um, and uh, yeah, it's good to be back. You heard it here first. Disney World, not appropriate for children. Have them <laughs> ride the Peloton instead. I'm Courtney Baker. Are we going to get sued by Disney? Okay. Probably so. Right. Let's keep going. <laughs> the topic we're going to be discussing today, guys, is whether you have a team or whether you're a solopreneur or even just an aspiring entrepreneur, there's times where you feel like you just need maybe a better way to organize, a better way to keep things together so you continue the momentum that you're seeking uh, to achieve. And uh, the cool thing is that today we'll actually be having a guest. Um, and bringing her on and talking a little bit about what she does in her business and how she uses the planner. But I just wanted to pose this question to you guys. Have you ever felt that way, even in your professional career, where you just knew I'm hitting the wall? I need to figure out a better way to get this stuff done. Absolutely. That's actually how I got into using the full focus planner was I was a quote unquote solopreneur myself. And I didn't even know how much I needed it until I started using it because mm -hmm. you sort of just learn to live with the inner chaos, uh, someone that's doing their own thing, you take for granted sometimes, I think, how much structure is built for you when you're an employee, you know, number 47 in a, in a company or number 120 in a company. Right. There's no structure when you're out on your own. And the weight of designing that structure, building that structure, holding that structure, questioning whether it's the right structure, plus all your personal life ambitions it can be overwhelming. And for me, it definitely was. I was not sleeping through the night. Uh, that obviously had an effect on me. I would just, my brain would just always kind of be running with what I've got to do next. And the full focus planner, the, the literal planner and writing stuff down and going through that process was game changing. And to be honest, it's why it's why I'm here today, uh, speaking with you <laughs> and besmirching the good name of Walt Disney. 
I just appreciate you using the word besmirching. Thank you for mm-hmm. that, Blake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blake, that is, I have never thought about it the way that you just framed that as like when you're a solopreneur, like the lack of structure, kind of that aspect of really, you've got to go create all of that when you're in any business, even if it's a really small one, there's already an existing, you know, frameworks, obviously as a business grows and scales, you know, you're going to get more and more systems and processes built around it. I think, I think that's really wise. And I've never thought about it. Thanks for sharing that. That's so good. I agree. I'm really wise. Thanks, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Happy Monday to you, too. Happy Happy Monday Monday to you, Verbs. Thank you very much. Our podcast audience will never know, but I totally nailed all the claps during that intro. So this episode's Mm -hmm. off to a great start. Yeah. Already super productive. I totally missed that. I was not paying attention to how were these claps like, what do you, were you doing those in the air? Where was this <laughs> clapping happening? Well, it was, I was air clapping. Yeah. I didn't want to mess okay. up Verbs' okay, wonderful okay. intro there, but. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. Next time I'm going to like hone in on this. As we mentioned at the top of the episode, we are joined today by a true professional in many ways. Please welcome to the podcast, Stacey Simpson, all the way from South Carolina. Welcome to the show, Stacey. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us. So why don't you, Stacey, tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, I would love to. Thank you. My name is Stacey Simpson. I live in South Carolina. I have a really interesting living situation. I actually live at a YMCA summer camp where my husband is the executive director. So we live on 1400 acres in the mountains in a beautiful wilderness area, kind of in the middle of nowhere. And we live and work and do everything here on this mountain. I'm in South Carolina now. I'm originally from Wisconsin. So you might hear my Wisconsin accent come out as I'm chatting with you here. I am a former nonprofit executive, but I started my own business in 2016 called Stacy Simpson Consulting so that I can put anything that I want under that umbrella as the seasons of life kind of ebb and flow and change. Um, and now I homeschool my 14-year-old stepson and I do some consulting and project management for nonprofits. I lead a sales team of 100 people all across the U.S., And most recent addition to my resume, I am a full Focus Planner Certified Pro, which I'm very excited about. Round of applause. (laughs) Standing ovation. Yes. Wow. Wow. So you're a full focus pro now. In in the inaugural class, did I say that word right? Let's just say that I did, which makes you a legend in the making. How did you first hear about the full focus system or full focus planner? 
That's a great question. I wish I could remember. I feel <laughs> like it is so ingrained in the way that I work and live my life and who I am at this point that I do not remember my life before it almost. Um, but I saw come across my Facebook memories the other day in January from 2018. So I must have been one of the first users of the planner if I definitely had it in Q1 of 2018. Um, and I think I was following some of Michael Hyatt's work prior to that. And that's probably how I jumped right into to the planner world too. Um, and I started my business in 2016. So it all kind of happened right along that same timeline of, of getting my self-employment journey up and running. So you mentioned, Stacey, that it was hard to uh, remember what life was like before the planner. But do you remember anything of what your organization process or, or your setup was like before you actually discovered the full focus system? Yeah, it was a very interesting process coming from being an executive in nonprofit organizations and working in that system and structure and kind of knowing what to expect in that structure in terms of the day-to-day -day and how how we work collaboratively with other people in an office, for example, and how our strategy cycles kind of move and our business plans move and change. And then shifting into a self-employment situation when we moved here to a very remote location. And I realized that commuting two hours one way is not realistic for an office type job. I needed to figure out something else that I could do in my location and not having that structure. I felt very untethered. Like I had some ideas, but I didn't know if they were good ideas or not. I didn't know how to structure that into a, a game plan of any kind. And I was just sort of doing whatever opportunities presented themselves to me. So when people that I knew in the nonprofit industry were saying to me, will you come do this project for us? Will you come do this project for us? Here's what our budget is for it. I was just saying, yes, sure. Yes. Sounds great. Thank you so much for inviting me. And there wasn't a lot, there wasn't discernment around what's really a priority for me or what is the most effective use of my time. And that's the biggest piece that changed when I started using the planner and the most importantly, the system behind the planner is when I was able to start putting all those pieces into place and start doing what made more sense for me and my life. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like saying yes to everything versus maybe con contrast that to now, because for other people that own their own business or they're working for them for themselves as a freelancer or something, you know, I can speak firsthand. It's hard to say the word no when you may not have as predictable a either it's hard to predict your revenue or it's like, well, I got into this so that I could make more money or or do more. How was that shifted, I guess? Or could you give an example of like, oh, you know what? I, I said no to this or here's how I knew that I that wasn't a fit for me or here's how I've structured things to sort of protect against overwhelm of too many things? Sure. It's um, it's multifaceted in some ways. So it, it's not just one one piece necessarily, but what I found as I was starting to do the reflection pieces was that I was doing work that felt very comfortable to me and I felt 
confident saying yes to clients that were reaching out to me because it's the work I had been doing for so long. But it wasn't necessarily using my creativity and feeding me in the same way and bringing me joy. But it's risky to think about how do I leave behind the work that I've always done and step into potentially a new space and not even knowing what that is. So I began to set some goals around dabbling in other areas. I had never worked in sales before. And so I started um, working in a very part-time sales role and added that on. I'll tell you that I made the mistake of adding too many things on. There was this, this season where I was trying new things, but still doing all of the old things and finding that balance. But what helped me through is week by week and quarter by quarter as I'm doing the the previews in the planner and having that reflection time and having that intentional planning time moving forward, the balance got better and better. And over the it didn't happen all in one quarter, but over the course of maybe four quarters or six quarters, I was able to balance out more and more doing a little bit less of the work that wasn't feeding me and using my creativity and using my my full scope of skills and more of the things that were a bit risky. I love when we talk about smarter goals that that R stands for risky and we can especially as someone with sort of a high achiever mindset, I've always, you know, wanted to get A pluses in school and wanted to so sometimes I set the goals where I know I can mm-hmm. definitely achieve it. So reaching a little further outside of my comfort zone and and the 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 whole process working together over time to to get me there. What I think is so amazing about what you just shared is, you know, we talk about the full focus system and what that really is is vision, alignment, execution. And all three of those pieces are so critical for the system to really work because what you you shared is like, hey, I could have just done the things I was comfortable with and you could have just knocked those out and kept executing against them like over and over and over and over and over. And you you probably would have been successful. You would have been good at them because you knew how to do them. But it took the system of getting the vision of like, oh, actually, that's I don't want to just execute on these things I've always done. And the system really helps you get the vision and then continue to align with it each week as part of your weekly preview. I think what you shared is really a beautiful picture of how the full focus system works together and and really does. I know <laughs> I always hate saying it makes like like life transformation, but I, I believe that, you know, it really does. Yeah. Well, you probably know the benefits of a compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, 
you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. I'm curious about, uh, as you've been working with, uh, like on a consulting basis, and now that you're, now that you're a certified pro, um, <laughs> when you're, I'm, I'm sure you've had interactions with people who are three, four years behind you kind of on their own journey of clarifying what they want, putting that into words as a goal and translating that, aligning that with their calendars and their tasks and projects and all that stuff. What? Where do you start with somebody? You know, if someone's listening to this and and maybe they have their own business or want to have their own business, how do they start using this? Or or where would you say, uh, I guess, is kind of the maybe the biggest needle mover for you in the full focus system or using the full focus planner uh, so that if someone's just kind of getting into it, they could start to see some differences, start to get some traction in the right direction. Can I jump in really quick, Stacey, before you jump, before you answer? I just, for anybody listening that may not be familiar with Full Focus Planner Certified Pros, it's kind of a newer program for us that we're so excited about. Um, but we have a whole group of people that have been certified to train and teach and coach on the Full Focus system. Um, and we have a great directory if you're curious about finding these people, if you would like to work with somebody, you know, like Stacy. Um, you can find the directory at fullfocus.co slash directory. I think there are a couple different parts. I think where I would tell people to start with the full focus system and where I would say the major transformation happens, it happened for me, are two different places, but you have to have one before you can have the other. And I think that just starting is the way to start. So when I'm coaching my clients on the Full Focus Planner specifically, I have them start with the daily big three because that is, I think, if they're stepping into this for the first time, the simplest thing to wrap your mind around that I just have to pick three things tomorrow that I am going to accomplish to move me toward generally where I'm going. And so just to start is the first step. And then to start practicing that, making a habit of it and adding on, I think. But Stacy, but Stacy, I'm, I have my own business. I've got a million <laughs> things to do. How can I possibly just choose three? Exactly. So this is where the real, real, real transformation came for me when I, I finally clicked with the ideal week, which may not be the thing that most people would say is the life-changing thing for them, but it was for me because I was an overdoer and an overachiever and had the the doing mindset. And for more quarters than I would like to admit, I would sit down to do the ideal week as an exercise and I would get frustrated and give up because it didn't all fit. I couldn't make it fit. I couldn't make the puzzle pieces go on the page and I would get frustrated and I would say, this is dumb. I just need to keep going. And then I would mm -hmm. keep moving through my pre my quarterly preview and moving on to the next things and I would never come back to it. 
And finally, I don't know what the catalyst was. So maybe me saying this could be the catalyst for someone else. But finally, it clicked in my mind that that's the point. That's the problem. If the pieces (laughs) don't fit on the page, I need to fix the pieces. I need different pieces. I need to get rid of some pieces. I need to shrink some pieces. I need to grow other pieces. I, it has to fit on the page or I'm headed toward serious, serious burnout or I'm already mm. at a burnout stage and not recognizing it. And once I realized that and already had the other good habits of the, the daily big three, the weekly three, the doing the weekly previews, I had been practicing those habits, going through the motions of them, even though not all the pieces of the system had clicked yet, that it, it, that was like the last peg. I feel like in my, in the, Mm -hmm. the, you know, the cogs of my wheel, um, realizing that I, I had to let go of something and really prioritize the, the whole, the whole picture. I love that. Uh, also, I, we should share, if you're listening, you don't have a full focus planner, the ideal week is in your planner. But if you don't have a planner and want to try it out, uh, you can go to fullfocus.co slash ideal week and download kind of a printable and do that uh, right now to get started. So Stacy, you mentioned some of the kind of the critical elements of the planner on your journey. Um, as a user, but do you have any, um, like personal hacks or something that you found or created with the planner that, you know, was kind of a, a modification that you use that helps you out quite a bit? That's a good question. I tend to be, I think I mentioned earlier, have a good student kind of, um, approach to things. So I tend to use it in the traditional sense and in the way I'm instructed. But one thing that I love to do that I, I share with others is um, when I'm going through my weekly preview and I come to the end of that and I'm setting my big three for the week, I actually go ahead right away. I do this. I do my weekly preview on Sundays and I go ahead and flip forward to the next week and pre-fill in my weekly three um, in that section where I am next weekend going to be reviewing and reflecting on how far I got. So throughout the week, when I'm reviewing, when I'm setting my daily big three, I actually flip forward in my planner to reference my weekly big three instead of flipping back. And that's a tiny little thing that helps me mentally and emotionally. So I never feel like I'm going backwards in my planner. I'm Mm -hmm. always looking forward toward progress. I love that. that's, That's an air horn moment right there. But Stacey, I know you said you, you know, you kind of use it the traditional way. The real question is, do you use the index? I did attempt using the index <laughs> one quarter. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's great. We love, uh, we love the index people. You know, Verbs and I did a, a webinar recently about um, kind of getting started with uh, the Full Focus Planner. And I love hearing all the people that love the index. They're, they're the best. Um, Speaking of rolling quarters, I actually read a fantastic tip about rolling quarters from someone in the Full Focus community that I want to start using. And I already filled out rolling quarters in the traditional sense in, in my yeah planner for this quarter. But next quarter, I want to start doing what she suggested. Um, 
she suggested it differently, but I'm applying it to me and my team because we're in sales. There's a little box for every single day. And I use, this is wild. I use a spreadsheet and every day I type my, um, my sales number for that day so I can see it increasing over the course of the month. And then it sets back to zero the next month and I track it. And that's the perfect use for people in sales for or tracking any kind of daily number for the rolling quarter layout. I thought it was brilliant. That's a great Ooh, hack. I'm going to steal that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love that. So, so Stacy, how have you been able to implement the idea and the elements of the whole of the full focus system into the way that you run your business on a day to day basis? Yeah, in addition to how I'm using it to keep myself organized and on track, I am what you might call like a solopreneur. So it's me is my business, but I still have business strategy, business plans, those quarterly goals that are really focused on my business as a whole. And I, that was one of the hardest parts for me transitioning from being an executive in an organization and leading that organization and leading strategy conversations and goal setting sessions and things like that with a room full of maybe 40 people to me sitting at my desk by myself, figuring out what's our plan for the quarter. And sometimes I feel like I'm having business meetings and talking out loud or talking in my head with multiple personalities or competing interests similarly to sitting in a room with a bunch of colleagues, but working through the full focus planner from quarter to quarter and the system that comes with it really creates the structure for me to follow that sets up not only my personal goals, but my business goals and the action plans that support those goals as well. So it gives me and my, my solo business the structure that I previously had, a similar structure that I previously had within an organization, but I'm able to process it at, as an individual. And that has helped hugely. I have one more question, and it relates to the ideal week when you were talking about just how helpful that was for you. I talked to a lot of people who are business owners or they're freelancers doing their own thing. And a lot of them struggle with this feeling of, I can't really control my calendar in that way because opportunities may always be coming or there's such, there's, there's a lack of predictability in my business or in my, or how my business interacts with my life. I mean, you mentioned you're also mm -hmm. doing homeschooling right now, which is just another layer. So you have a decent amount of complexity in your setup right now because you're doing different things professionally. Plus you obviously have personal obligations. So what would you recommend to someone who's, uh, I know we've, we've sort of stumbled our way into focusing maybe on the ideal week, but what would you say to someone that feels like they have that, uh, lack of power or control from a, a calendar or a scheduling perspective, uh, that wants to try using the ideal week, but it sort of felt like a pie in the sky ambition. Yeah, I think I struggled with that a lot in the beginning of my business before the ideal week really clicked for me because I, I often felt frustrated because I thought I was, I thought an additional perk of being self-employed was that I would be my own boss and get to make my own decisions and set my own schedule. And then when you have your first clients, 
you're so uh, grasping onto that so, so hard um, because you don't, you don't want to fail that you find yourself feeling like, at least I did, like I had eight bosses instead of one because I didn't, I was so fearful of losing those clients. So I did not feel a sense of control. Then I realized that as I started baby stepping my way into setting boundaries around my schedule and people respected those boundaries, it gave me a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more confidence. And I realized that if I just say this is when I'm available, they will work within that. And so I started testing out that theory and it worked. So once I had a version of the ideal week that I felt comfortable with and everything fit, it only fit perfectly. When you put a jigsaw puzzle together, there are no gaps between the pieces, right? So I didn't have any room at that point to let people walk over the lines of things. So when we, when we have homeschool time, that's from 12 to four o'clock every day. And my sales team knows that from 12 to four o'clock every day, I don't answer emails. I don't answer phone calls and I don't answer, um, texts or anything because I am doing middle school social studies and I I have to hold myself accountable to those boundaries too because as soon as I start responding to them on our snack breaks or whatever we might be doing then they see that as an opportunity to take my time and I I need to respect it as much as I'm asking them to respect it I have used some online tools that have been hugely helpful to me there's technology out there that allows me to say to my clients, here's the link to schedule a meeting with me and you'll see my availability. And that only shows them the morning time periods where I don't have other things scheduled because my time in the afternoon is not available for them. So I think the combination of setting the boundaries, respecting the boundaries for yourself, and then communicating that to the people that you're working with, um, baby steps, building building that confidence and building the structure. Stacy, you recently became a full focus planner certified pro. So I'm curious, this is a, a new program that we launched. We've got a lot of people jumping in and, and other people are just curious about either becoming one themselves or, you know, how do I hire or work with someone who does this? So uh, cast some vision for me. How How is this certification interacting with your business or how are you planning to incorporate this into what you do? Yeah, so I am currently offering some trainings and one-on-one -on -one coaching in a couple of different formats um, out to the Full Focus community or anyone who's looking to dive into this a little bit more, um, whether it's like through a one-day training or I'm actually working with a quarterly cohort of women who are going to be implementing the full focus planner over the course of an entire quarter. And it's been really fun to get to know some of the other certified pros that have started around the same time as me through our community. I just had a Zoom the other day with a gentleman named Joe, who is a pastor and a podcaster. And we were chatting about how we're each utilizing the certified pro credential and training and, and what we're doing with that. And then I even saw in the full focus Facebook community for, for everyone um, that someone was asking, how do I find a coach in my specific area? And I'm working, I think they were working with lawyers on the topic of mental health. And I remembered meeting a woman named Amy, who is a certified pro who specifically works with lawyers. So we were able to kind of 
get them connected up in the group as well. So I know that there is an online directory where people can look for certified pros as well as utilizing that that Facebook community to find people that match up. The, the ladies that I'm working with over the course of this quarter all have experience um, in homeschooling, which I do, and are also currently sales professionals. So we're able to connect on a bunch of different kind of playing fields that that we have in our experience. So it's great to get to know people as as we're going through this. Love it. All right. So the good news is you don't have to stay stuck in overwhelm. When you leverage the full focus system and the best thinking of the full focus community, you can experience breakthrough. Blake, Courtney, or Stacy, for that matter, do you have any final thoughts uh, for our focus on this listeners today? Stacy, I'm looking at you. What 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 have we Go missed? What wisdom have you gained these last few years, or even more recently, as you kind of took this step to go deeper into learning this stuff? Uh, any parting advice uh, for other folks who are kind of in your shoes? I think just getting started and building those good habits is the best advice I can give. So if you haven't set your big three for tomorrow, go ahead and do it now because that's going to be the first step to get you going down this path. Well said. Well, thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the Internet. So please share it with your friends and don't forget to join us in the Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. It is Stacy approved as well. So we'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay, stay focused. focused. Woohoo! Great job, Stacy. Thank you so much awesome. for being here. Thank you. That was great. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.